0: Have you ever noticed that the sun seems so much brighter in the winter?
1: The sun. The sun. The sun. Blazing sun. I call this enemy the sun.
0: For the longest time, I thought it was just in my head. But it turns out there is something to my observations. Welcome to Valley 101, your local Arizona Republic podcast for all things Metro Phoenix and beyond. I'm audio producer Kaylee Monahan, and today we'll be observing why Arizona winters are so much brighter than our summers. Phoenix is known as the Valley of the Sun In fact, we've done a whole episode on that moniker. And it's no joke. We get a ton of sunshine year round. About 300 days worth of it. And as a Valley native, I've spent a lot of time both directly and indirectly observing the quality of light in this city. I've definitely noticed a brighter, more piercing quality to the sunlight in the winter. So what is going on? Why is the sun so much brighter in the winter, even though we have less hours of it? To find out, I turned to Dr. Larry Wasserman. He's an astronomer specializing in planets at the Lowell Observatory in Flagstaff. He started there in 1974, but his journey to space studies began in New York State in the 1960s.
1: I uh, went to a technical school and I majored in physics at uh, Rensselaer Polytechnic in New York. Got a degree in physics and the question is, what kind of physics do you go into? And astronomy sounded more interesting than most anything else. So I uh, applied to graduate school in, uh, in astronomy. And I ended up at Cornell.
0: There he came under the tutelage of Dr. Joe Viverka and...
1: My thesis advisor was formerly Carl Sagan.
0: Although he admits he didn't get to see him a lot.
1: He was very busy at the time.
0: Dr. Wasserman completed his Ph.D. in astronomy in 1973. And just a year later, he took that job at Lowell. Since then he's put his degree to good use.
1: I got involved in a stellar astronomy project with Hubble a number of years ago, and I worked on double stars with Hubble, with another astronomer at Lowell. But at the moment, I'm working mostly on small bodies in the solar system, primarily their orbits, particularly uh, Kuiper Belt objects. Those are the small bodies out beyond Neptune, of which Pluto is one.
0: Hearing about Pluto, I had to pause in my solar quest to ask this question. For the record, is Pluto a planet or not?
1: Yes, it is. Most, this this is a long story with the IAU.
0: That's the International Astronomical Union.
1: And uh, the motion of Pluto. But the IAU had very few planetary astronomers voting on that thing. And it's most unusual to to take a vote of people at a meeting. They don't do that all the time. In fact, they never done it. And uh, there were very few planetary astronomers there because the IAU does mostly stellar and galactic astronomy. It, it isn't really a, a planet place. If you took a survey of the planetary astronomers around the world, I think about 75 or 80% of them would say a planet is an object that has pulled itself into a round shape and that goes around the sun. End of story, or it goes around another star for that matter. So there would be about 14 or 15 planets in our solar system. So what? I've heard people say, well, if there were more than eight or nine children couldn't remember them, how many flowers are there? Everybody understands what a flower is. We don't say we can only have nine flowers.
0: Okay, back to the question at hand. Winter light. What's going on?
1: Let's start with basics. The Earth is in an elliptical orbit about the sun. Everything that orbits the sun orbits in an ellipse. And an ellipse has the property that the sun... Is it a focus of the ellipse, which means that the orbit is offset?
0: This means the sun isn't smack dab in the middle of Earth's orbit, but rather off-center. So the Earth will pass by closer to the sun at a certain point in its journey. Okay, ready for some Greek words? Here we go. The point at which the Earth is closest to the sun is called perihelion. Peri stems from the Greek word near and helion from helios, meaning the sun. So near the sun. And when the Earth is furthest away from the sun, this is called aphelion. Apo in Greek, meaning away from, and then, of course, helium again, away from the sun.
1: So it turns out that perihelion, the closest approach, occurs in December, and aphelion occurs in June. Now, how much closer is closer? I went and worked it out.
0: Get ready for some big numbers.
1: At perihelion, the Earth is 91.4 million miles from the sun. At aphelion, it's 94.5. So there's about three million miles different between perihelion and aphelion. And just like if you look at a light bulb and then walk away from it, it gets dimmer. Or if you walk towards it, it gets brighter. And that brightness change is such that if you are twice as far from an object, it's four times dimmer. It goes as the square of the distance. So what does that mean? It means that the sun is 6% brighter at perihelion than it is at aphelion. And perihelion occurs in December. So indeed, the sun is truly brighter because we're closer to it in winter.
0: So my brain wasn't playing tricks on me. Now you might be wondering if this is the same for the Southern Hemisphere. And it is.
1: Yes, because it's the same sun. The earth is at the same distance from the sun, whether you're in the north or the south, which means that it's a little bit warmer, but not much. So our winters are a little bit warmer than they would be if the orbit were circular and southern summers are a little bit warmer than they would be if that's for the same reason. So there is a very small effect on the temperature of the Earth's, but it's still winter here, and it's still summer there.
0: We've actually already passed perihelion day, when the Earth is closest to the sun. That was on January 4th this year. But you can mark your calendar for July 6th, which is aphelion day. Do you have questions about Arizona skies? Maybe there's another natural phenomenon that you've observed and wondered about. Let us know. Send your questions to valley101.azcentral.com. Yours just might end up in a future episode. Also remember to like, rate, and review our show. If you really like this episode, share it with a friend. Also, don't forget to subscribe. That way you won't miss any episodes. You can also follow us on social media. Just search for A-Z-C podcasts. This has been Valley 101 by the Arizona Republic. I'm producer Kaylee Monahan. We'll see you next week.